This is episode one of a podcast that I feel like has been forever in the making. This has been a dream of mine um, since at least 2019 is when I seriously um, started to kind of map out what a podcast would look like for me. And it's taken me a couple of years to put the pieces together, but here we are. And I'm actually recording episode one today from a tiny cabin in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. My kids and I are here for a 420 event that I attended yesterday with uh, Dr. Pepper Hernandez and the Cannabis Holistic Institute, where I I am studying to become a certified cannabis therapy consultant, and I told myself that I was going to pack up all of my equipment and record the first episode while we're here because it's obviously something that I keep procrastinating on and giving myself excuses to not record it when I'm at home. So I've given myself this small window of time and we're just going to do it. Shout out today's sponsor, The Mystic Dreamer. She offers spiritual life coaching, oracle readings, and Reiki energy work. If you're interested in healing mind, body, and spirit, she has some awesome solutions. Find her at themysticdreamer.com. There's more details there about her services, her prices, and ways to reach out to her. Text her or call and leave a message at 940-703-0767 and let Stephanie guide you to your personal truth and power. For this podcast, I will be talking about a range of things. A big part of my life over the last few years has been designing my lifestyle around my passions and my priorities. And for me, that looks like unschooling my kids, having them with me most of the time rather than in daycare and traditional schools. And it looks like me being able to work for myself rather than, you know, clocking in at a job or or being on salary somewhere, giving all of my energy to someone else's dream. So over the last few years that I've been doing this rambling hippie thing, I have just been trying to bring all of my skills and experience together in such a way that I can provide services that will bring income to sustain this lifestyle that I'm trying to design. I am a photographer by trade. So when I started, I knew that photography would be involved. I have so much experience coming from a world of accounting and HR and some finance and banking jobs And then my trade, which was photography and kind of creative work. So in 2019, I did a big rebrand after um, coming back from a business loss and a lot of disruptive things in my personal life. And I'll get into those things in other episodes, I'm sure. But in 2019, I did a rebrand, decided Rambling Hippie was going to be the brand name because it was a great representation of me as a person. And I needed a name that could stick with me through all of my endeavors. Because if you know me, 
me at all. You know that I am always learning about something new. I've always got new dreams and adventures and I needed something that would stick with me. So because I like to talk and ramble and I also like to travel, ramble in conversation and ramble in the travel context. And I'm, you know, a total modern day hippie. So the rambling hippie name was perfect for the brand. I told myself that I was committed to entrepreneurship no matter what it looked like, no matter what the struggle may be. I was committed to finding a way to make it work. The interesting thing about that is that I had no idea uh, what my services were going to be, how I was actually going to bring the money in. I just knew that I was working on myself and that I was going to find a way to exchange my energy for income. I had left a bad relationship and I kind of left it um, not in a good place. I didn't have steady income. I didn't really have a place to go. I, I didn't have the credit or the money to get my own place. So my kids and I were essentially homeless, um, staying with my best friend at the time. And I was just trying to figure out how to get back on my feet. And I knew that I was either going to have to take a job that I didn't necessarily want to take to gain that stability and get back on my feet, or I was going to have to find a way to make myself marketable and get some income coming in. I had scrapped my photography website and my social media pages for previous endeavors. But once I created that rebranded page and website, I received a call from this guy that I knew from my hometown. We were never really friends because he was much older than me, but kind of knew each other through other folks. It's, it was a small town, so um, everybody kind of knows what everybody does. So he hit me up and was like, hey, me and my buddies, we started up this cannabis cultivation and he explained to me all about it. And I realized that it was something really special. And he asked me to come in and take photos of the cannabis. The idea was really cool, but I had never really shot cannabis before. So I didn't know what to expect as far as difficulties or problems that may arise and had no idea about HPS lighting and all of these different factors. So I wasn't confident in the work that I would be delivering to him. So I quoted him a measly amount that I'm embarrassed to even say for a recurring like kind of monthly thing where I would come down to the cultivation, shoot some photos of the product and the facility, you just get some good content for social media. And in turn, they would kind of pay me on a monthly retainer basis. So quoted him this super small amount, went in, started taking photos at this cannabis cultivation. I was pretty good at it. So starting, I think I started shooting in January of 2020. And the first couple shoots in January and February, I didn't feel super confident about, but it's like something clicked with that March shoot. And I was like, hey, I'm getting good at this and I could probably charge more and do this for some other cultivators. So I did a few other shoots for other growers who were honestly like not even close to the caliber of the main grower that I was working for. And so I kind of settled in there without going all into this other long story. I'll just say that in March of 2020, I had plans to purchase an RV. You can actually go to my website website ramblinghippie.com and click on the blog. And the last blog post that I made a couple years ago was actually about this 
trip and how I ended up coming back without the RV and without any plans for how I was going to make money. But around the same time that I came back from California, hit up this grower that I had been shooting with and said, hey, I'm going to be in town for a few days. Let me know if you need anything else at the grow. And it just so happened that they had just harvested their first crop and they did need some trimmers. So they asked me if I wanted to come out and trim for cash. It was like $12 an hour or something like that. But hey, I didn't have anything going on and I could have used the extra you know, gas money or whatever. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I thought like, oh, they'll have a couple days of trimming and I'll make some cash and figure out what I'm going to do, whether I'm going to spend some time down here with my family or go back to Oklahoma City and stay with my friend and get a job or, you know, do some more photo shoots. I just really didn't know what I was doing with my life at that point. I just knew that I wanted to earn money, but I also wanted my freedom. And so this trimming gig really felt cool because we could make our own hours. I could just come in and trim that first week. I mean, I just kind of came and went as I had time to trim and my family helped out with my son. Basically, I think I did a pretty good job and they asked me to stay and trim more. And then once the trimming kind of tapered off, they asked me if I wanted to stay and do some garden work. And somehow I just kind of like picked up more work and they asked me to be a full-time employee, which thrilled me because I felt for some reason like spirit was just really calling me back to my hometown to just be surrounded by family at that point. I think a lot of people were beginning to focus more on family and realize that, you know, it's really all we have is our health and our loved ones at the end of the day. And so I thought it was a cool opportunity to kind of spend some more time there with my family, earn some money. Um, I figured that I would do that for the summer and you know, move on if I if I needed to maybe save up and get a van or like something that I could travel long distance in, you know, just gain some cool experience. So the guys that I was working with were super cool. I eventually moved up and became their marketing director. And they've gone on just in the last couple of years since they started to become one of the top grows in Oklahoma. So it was really a unique opportunity for me. They're really well known for their living soil organic grown flower. And I just really got to know like different aspects of the business and realized that, you know, this is what I wanted to do. During that summer of 2020, I found out that I was pregnant. And so went through all of these emotions, had a hell of a summer. My mental health was not in a great place. So not only did we have like all of the world events that were going on, I also was pregnant and not in a relationship and trying to figure out the direction of my life. So I kind of circled back to this dream of unschooling my son, my seven-year-old, and being able to travel. And I didn't want to let the idea of having another child stop me from that because honestly, I just felt perfectly capable. Like, yeah, I'm a single mom, but I have these dreams and I can make it happen with my kids. You know, over the last couple of years, I've still kind of done this um, daydreaming thing where every now and then I'll get in a really high vibration and be thinking about the future and kind of map out ideas. 
some of which, you know, I know that I won't be able to manifest right now, but I just kept dreaming and kind of trying to map out what I wanted my life to look like. And I knew that I wanted to be able to be with my kids, travel and give them these really cool experiences, expose them to other scenery, other people, other cultures, and to show them that you genuinely can design your life however you want it to look. Your life doesn't have to look the way society has told you it has to look. We don't all have to graduate college, get an eight to five job, work our way up, put money into a 401k and send our kids to school and keep adding to that 401k until retirement. I knew that I wanted more freedom than that. And I wanted to be able to raise my kids. Had long-term plans to stay with the grow that I was with. They assured me that they were going to be accommodating of my situation. And they really were. It was it was a great opportunity. But a few months after I had my daughter in the spring of 2021, I just got to a place mentally where I knew that if I wanted to be with my children, that I wasn't going to be able to keep the job. It was just too mentally strenuous for me. I had kids depending on me to maintain my mental health and I had some decisions to make and I decided that I was going to leave behind the comfort of the paycheck and the security and I was going to chase my dreams. And I was already established enough where people knew that I did photography. People knew that I did cannabis photography specifically. I had had several growers and dispensaries reach out to me over the time that I was working exclusively for that grower. And I had always told everybody, you know, no, I shoot exclusively because even though it was never a specified agreement, it just felt like a conflict of interest to work with anybody else at that point because I was an employee. So I knew when I got to the point that I probably wasn't going to be able to stay. I hit up a few of the growers who had reached out to me and said, hey, um, I'm, I'm taking on new clients. Are you still interested in shooting? And so I got a couple clients like that last May and really didn't have anything built up. I had an idea what I wanted my business to look like and I had some ideas mapped out, but it's not like I had three months worth of clients booked and savings. I really didn't have any savings at all at that point. And only a couple clients who were definitely committed to shooting with me. But I just trusted that as long as I remained grateful and kept my vibration high that the right clients would find me. And I started sending out pitches just left and right. Like every day I was sending out personalized email pitches, but I was definitely sending out a lot of them. I was casting a wide net rather than focusing on like my dream clients. I think at that point I was kind of panicking because I didn't have a safety net and I was just reaching out to everyone at that point. So it it was exciting, but it was also a bit nervous wrecking because I knew that I didn't want to end up broke and homeless. I mean, already, guys, I was living with my seven-year-old and my infant in a one-bedroom apartment. I did that intentionally because I didn't want to overexert myself financially and put myself in a bind again. So I got this really affordable apartment and thought, you know, we'll just do tiny living for a while. So here I am in this one bedroom apartment. My lease is almost up. I don't really know where my income is coming from. I know that I'm doing photography. I know that I have a package to offer. I know that if I can sell that package a few times that I can make ends meet. 
Long story short, I just kept taking daily action, trying to talk with growers more, overcome my anxiety and reach out to people, you know, on Instagram, went to a couple events. It it was really hard for me to try and get away and go to events because, of course, I had this baby who was only a few months old. But I just started getting out and handing out business cards. We took a trip to Colorado and I met with some growers and dispensaries up there and was just kind of trying to, like I said, cast a wide net and see where the universe opened doors. So after a few months of really struggling, I was just barely doing enough to get by. And I had a little bit of help from my sister. One month, I know like she had to send me half of rent because it was like, you know, I just didn't have the income coming. But I knew that there was a way. And so while I had my kid's dad telling me you need to go get a job and kind of getting pushback from people when I told them that I was working for myself again, I kind of got this kind of like cringy vibe from my family. And I think that everybody, including myself, was worried that that I was going to put myself in a bad position again. I know for a fact that my oldest son felt that way. He had every right to because he saw me struggle with the shop and how I had all of these grand dreams. But when the money wasn't coming in, we had to make some hard decisions. And not only did I not want to go through that again, but I didn't want to put my kids through that kind of stress again. I didn't want them to have to worry about it. So I just knew that I was going to remain grateful and make it work by any means necessary. So started doing these meditations and just really trying to connect with source. I'm thankful for the freedom that I have to be with my children. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to use my skills and experience and just genuinely help good people grow their business. I wanted to add value and I set that intention that I was going to earn income for adding value to businesses. So I wasn't in a lack mindset. I you know, reminded myself daily, even when I went two or three weeks without shoots, I reminded myself that this was possible and that abundance was here. The right clients were seeking me just as I was seeking them. And it's like all of a sudden something clicked in my mindset and I realized that I had so much more power than what I was giving myself credit for. And the clients just started coming. I had people reaching out to me. I had magazines reaching out to me wanting to feature my work. I had old clients that I had shot with booking recurring shoots. And here I am a year later, I've been provided for. And just when I may start to think like, oh, like don't have as many shoots on the books as I need for the coming month. It's like I just express thanks for the shoots that I do have. And the universe just sends opportunities to exchange energy for income. And things are just really working out. So that's where I'm at with the Rambling Hippie. I'm excited to launch this podcast and just talk about all things healing and consciousness and unschooling and getting closer to nature and challenging conventional wisdom. I'm excited to talk about all of these things and to invite some really cool people on to discuss their lifestyle and the things that they believe in and specialize in. And hopefully I don't ramble too much, but the whole reason that I put off starting Starting this podcast for so long is because I feel like I have to be this perfect speaker and I've got to get to a point where I can tell a story without rambling and stuttering and repeating myself. But the thing is, is if I wait until it's perfect, I just won't ever start. So bear with me on this podcasting journey. I'm hoping that as I practice, I will get better about being concise with my points. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your time. 
subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, love and light. Thank you.